20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to get you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh. 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around Episode 8, the conversational podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. I'm JB. So today we're going to be talking mostly about Desire Resort in Mexico, and it's not really a review podcast. We're more or less just be talking about it, our experiences when we since we went. Well, it is kind of a review. We're just gonna—I mean—we'll be talking about all the yeah various aspects of it. But 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 first, let's talk about your trip. <laughs> you had a business trip recently. And I did have a business trip. I wasn't gone very long. Um, as you listeners know, we live in Michigan, and I recently had the opportunity to go to um, southern Florida in the Fort Lauderdale area for a business trip. The weather was gorgeous, and I was only going for two nights, not very long, just a quick little jaunt. And I found myself the morning that I was there, I didn't have to get up as early as I normally would for work. I got a little bit more sleep than I normally would. So usually I'm, I'm about a six hours per night type girl, but I found myself getting able to sleep longer. And towards the morning, before my alarm ever even went off, I woke up to find myself basically humping the crap out of the bed, like full on <laughs> humpage, which is something I haven't done since I was, I don't know, younger, it was kind of like an early form of masturbation without really knowing what I was doing. I was having this like super intense sex dream with me and Cal incidentally was in it, which sometimes he's not, but he happened to, to be there along with two other unknown men who were just ripped to the nines, hot, sexy men. And at one point, I mean, we were, we were essentially having a gangbang. They were going at me and taking turns. And then there's another point where there's just this mysterious woman who I, she was just nondescript. And one of the guys was banging her. Um, she was on a couch on her back and he was standing up banging her with her, her legs widespread. And I was behind giving him a room job. And <laughs> this is so fucking hot. Like I'm getting hard. I've heard this story multiple <laughs> times and I'm getting hard still. I mean, it was an incredible dream. And I woke up dripping wet so stimulated like i mean i i wouldn't have been surprised i probably had an orgasm from the dream i think i did because i had an orgasm in the dream i'm pretty sure that i had an orgasm just regularly from the dream and i couldn't believe how wet i was i was so hot so bothered that i got up i crossed the room went over to my suitcase got out my vibrator which i happened to have packed with me because i've been uber horny lately and I went to town. <laughs> I just, I had to do it. I couldn't, couldn't hold back. I was just so turned on. And after I was done, a 
couple orgasms later, I removed my vibrator, put it on the nightstand, and went back to bed for another half an hour. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's so fucking hot, but I'm so jealous because I never ever have sex dreams except I, the one. I know, I know. I'll <laughs> I'll get to that in a in a minute, but I never like you. You will just go through these phases where some you'll go a while without. Oh, yeah, without I've, had, a, I've had lesbian sex dreams, and I've never really had a lesbian phase. But I there was a period in my life where I was having lesbian sex dreams. I had a few in a row. But but the, you will go like you'll go through phases where you'll have a, a it seems like a bunch, and you'll mm-hmm. tell me about them. Then you'll go for a while, then you'll have a bunch. But and it I doesn't really correlate any. with our it doesn't correlate with our sex life either because we had a lot of sex last week. Yeah. Before I left, and over the weekend before I left, we had a bunch of sex. I definitely wasn't sex deprived before I went on my trip. But I always get so jealous whenever you describe <laughs> sex dreams. But after you told me that story, it was just so funny because before you left, a few days, remember I told you that I had the sex dream. It was yeah. basically the exact same dream <laughs> that I'm with three other guys and we're just fucking you just a gangbang <laughs> yeah so, it was nothing homoerotic at all it was just you dreaming about you banging me with other guys yeah like which by the way when you first started describing it i thought it was like you banging me and two other chicks so you know the inverse of my scenario where you were the only guy mm-hmm. and then when you made it clear that it was three guys i like, my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe that that's what you were dreaming about. And that got me so turned on that yeah. you would dream about that scenario because I that's, guess, that's what I'm into. I guess it's one of my fantasies. I mean, it would be hot. I, it would be a hot scenario. The, you wouldn't mind sharing your woman? No. I, I think I that, would be so turned on. I think that'd be hot. We could and... go a little airtight. <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting how you, like, like, your fantasy is that the guys just go one after another, like... Like not the well, they take turns. Like, I I don't want to be like I don't want it to be like three independent sex sessions in a row where one guy bangs me till he's done, then the next guy bangs me till he's done. I don't want it to be like that because I, I don't know. That's that's not the scenario. It's more like one's banging for a while and I'm blowing someone, and then they kind of they 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 do like a round robin, and so he he's in there for a few minutes, but he doesn't want to hog, so <laughs> so he robin. gets he gets out of the puss, and the next one gets in and takes a turn. And I see that in porn all the time, and I like I like to watch it that way. And then eventually, towards the end, one guy will stay in and come, and the other two usually use their hands until they're done. But recently, I actually watched a video where one guy did his business for couple of minutes he came then the next guy went in used the puss then he came you know it's it's like using the puss for what it's truly designed for it's a fuck hole right i mean <laughs> you're, yeah. you're pleasuring it but you're also using it for your own pleasure so yeah. but it was just it was just so hot and i'm i'm getting hard still talking about <laughs> still talking about well, that. that's the point of the show right get you <laughs> hot bothered turned on and then you listen to us for a little while and then go fuck I mean, that's, that would be awesome if we're turning listeners on. I, I'm kind of getting a little wet right now talking about it. <laughs> so we want to talk about your dream. I also wanted to talk about a follow-up to, I think it was last episode, where we talked about some new toys that we got. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned the masturbation sleeve that I got that's got yep. the beads on either side. Yep. And I just wanted to do a, a follow-up sort of review on that because... I've used it quite a bit since then. You were gone for a few days, so <laughs> yeah, of course you, I... Yeah, you had to have a pitch hitter in there. So of course I used it, but it's 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 nice, but I realized you need... It's a, it's a little bit too cheap. The one that we got, I thought it was a decent one, but the 
the beads are kind of like those those plastic toy beads. They kind of look like anal beads. Yeah, yeah, but they're a lot smaller. And then the membrane that they're in, because uh, if you picture the toy, it has like three holes. One in the middle where the cock goes. Yeah, there's like and the then, central channel. Yeah, and then two on either side. And, and two, two, or, two, two smaller channels running parallel for yeah, the beads. Two smaller ones for the beads. And... The membrane between those is pretty small, and so the of course the membrane broke, and so now when you're using the sleeve, the bees just slide all around. They come out; they're not going like vertical down the cock like they should. So those just had to, one set just came just has just is completely gone. But I realized I found. Now, can you feel the other set so it's still pleasurable over a regular sleeve without the like beads or pearls in it in general? Yeah, and I I can, and I found that I actually prefer one set because two. The way that I would just grip my cock on it, like two, and when I was stroking, would just kind of dig in, and it was it was good with the beads, but it was. Ooh, it I was, imagine that might be what what it's like to have teeth in a blowjob. No, no, I mean the the beads are round, so they. But it was just a little bit too much, and if I like, I guess I I get a grip going when I'm when I'm when I'm masturbating. <laughs> you, you do and have so, a good grip. It so, makes my forearm hurt when I try to jack you off and grip as hard as you do. So with the beads on either side, it was just a little too much. Now there's only one set of beads. It actually works better, and hmm. because I found, and I, it's it's also really interesting that I've the that the my preference for the orientation of the beads. I found that I like the beads to be facing not on the sides of the cock, not on the back, but on the front. I like them hmm. on the front. I would have thought you'd like it on the back where the frenulum is, so it would be rubbing that part and and the back of your head. But. I, the, the front and back are both good. I like the front more than the back, but I do not like it on the sides. I guess that's where I put the most pressure when I'm squeezing, and that just mm-hmm. feels too, that's just too much. So I have to. I'll recommend a, a masturbation sleeve with beads if I would. I would recommend it, but if you use a hard grip, you might not want to get it. And also, just be aware that the if if the beads come out, that that could be an issue. And mm-hmm. but. Overall, it's not yep. bad. And there could be different brands out there from, from what you bought. We haven't been specific as to which ex- which one exactly you got. No, I would be inter- I would be interested in finding a little bit higher quality one mm-hmm. that has a little bit thicker membranes and the beads stay in place, but also Yeah, and the material, the the gel of the one that we have that you got is um I feel like it's it's slinkier or a little bit more silicone y than some of the other ones that you've got. It, it seems squishier. So maybe that's part of the reason why the yeah, beads yeah, came true. out. So going back to your trip, this was the first time that you've traveled with your vibrator, isn't it? I, I think it is. If not, it's the first time I actually brought it with me and decided to use it. You've been and searched at the at the airport before. You've had your luggage, like you I haven't have gone through your luggage before. N- not this time. So that makes me a little, you know, it's made me a little nervous. But for this trip, I was traveling alone. So I didn't have to worry about any coworkers being around. If they searched me, who cares? I'm just around a bunch of strangers. And it's <laughs> like they already use the nudie scans anyway when they scan you. So, you know, they seen they seen what goods I got. But, uh, you know, if I had coworkers with me, that might be a different story. The last time I traveled, I was with my boss. But when it came time to go through security, you know, I didn't think of this at the time. But right when we, we, we carpooled together to get to the airport, and right when it came time to go to security, he says to me, you know, I'm going to go use the restroom. Why don't you go through security ahead of me and I'll meet you up, meet up with you on the other side. So we went through security completely separately. I wonder if he had something in his bag. 
<laughs> now that I think about it. Because why else would he just send me off through security when we could have just gone through together? That is funny. Uh, that makes me wonder now. But well, I purposely didn't pack my vibrator then because it's like I'm traveling with my boss. If I we're going through, we're going to the airport together. If I get pulled over or pulled aside because they're searching me, I don't want them to be like pulling it out and being like, <laughs> "Oh, that's all this was." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that is funny. That is I I I wonder. Yeah, I wouldn't, it, it wouldn't helped be... me kill time too because I didn't have to check out until ten, and I got up a little earlier than I needed to on my last day. Yeah, and I got ready, and I was sitting there looking at the clock, going, "Okay, I don't need to leave yet. My flight's not leaving for a couple of hours. What do I do?" I just got my vibrator back out and went for another session. <laughs> it was great. So, transition. We'll segue from from the luggage to desire because you. That's part of the thing about desire. You got to pack all that luggage. There's... Oh my god! Yes, you do. <laughs> desire. So, I guess it might be a good idea to talk about what desire is for anybody who's not familiar. Yeah, desire is a couples-only, lifestyle-friendly, all-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle-friendly doesn't mean you have to be in the lifestyle. I would say the majority of the couples who are there either are in the lifestyle or just enjoy being around the sexy atmosphere of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they might not necessarily be the type of people who are looking to play with others, but they're at least open to people who do play. And it is located the well the the, the main Desire Resort. There's actually a couple that have opened now, but the main when people when people say Desire, they're usually talking about the Maya Riviera location, mm-hmm. and which is it's uh, you can fly into the Cancun Airport in Mexico, and then you can take a shuttle from there to uh, Mayan Riviera. Mm-hmm. Which is a it's essentially a big resort area. There's a, there's a big strip of resorts, and that's kind of the main mainstream all inclusive area. And then off to the side towards Cancun Lagoon is a, another strip of I would say lesser known resorts that's kind of off the beaten path. Yeah, and that's where you'd find Desire. It's mm-hmm. it's not down the main strip where you'd be next to a bunch of other mainstream mom and pop resorts with kids no no now it does it does sit next to other resorts yeah that's the interesting thing they, is they do share i mean it's, it's, they share sections of the beach now desire is a clothing optional beach or uh, resort and mm-hmm. the section of beach that desires on is clothing optional and it's but on funny either side of that it's not clothing yeah either optional. side of the yeah e- either side it's clothing required and it's funny because there's the like lounging beds that are on the beach, which are really nice. I hadn't been to, uh, actually, Desire was the first all-inclusive resort that I had gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the first time I'd ever gone to Mexico, even. And yeah, and I've been to a regular all-inclusive before, so we went, I had something to compare to. It had been about 10 years since I'd been, but... It's been about a year since we've gone, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah beginning yeah, of January 2012. Yeah, it's been about a year. And so, I, I guess before I uh, talk about the beach and too much uh, specifics, we can talk more... Um, just some general things. So it's a clothing optional resort, and what? A- and clothing optional is basically you can be completely nude except in dining areas. Yes, dining areas do require clothing. Um, that's kind of a nice to have because you don't want to be eating next to someone's pubes. Yeah, I don't think I have no problem with it being the, uh, clothing required for eating. Uh, no, I, 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 to me, that's more clean. Like, yeah, I don't want to be sitting on my I dining agree. room chair where some guy's junk has been, or you know, and there's it's just kind of gross. There's three restaurants um, on premises, and some actually require more clothing than others. Some mm-hmm. are there's one that is a buffet style restaurant for um, lunch, for breakfast and lunch, breakfast and lunch, 
and it's more casual. It's it's much more casual. We can just wear shorts and whatnot. And there's a couple of more. There's a couple more uh, fancier restaurants, and those for the guys they actually want you to wear slacks and get dressed up a little bit more. For the women, the women can just wear as long as you're wearing something. That's <laughs> that's all that's required because the women they want the women to look the, sexy. The, the goal is to be as sexy as you can at all times, and yep. so. So when we first arrived, of course, we didn't know what to expect. We'd been in the lifestyle for a couple of years, but we'd never been to this kind of resort. So we've only been there once. And when we got there, they gave us this exceptional greeting. I really, really felt welcomed there by the staff. And they give you a couple of glasses of champagne so you can toast, like, welcome to Desire. Mm -hmm. And then they show you a map of the resort campus so you can see, you know, where your room is, where the different restaurants are, the the spa, the gym, the pool, the, the pool, the uh, tennis area, all the different recreational areas that kind of show you that stuff. And uh, then they let you roam free. But I remember when we first got there, one of the things that they said was, congratulations on this being your first time here. Either 70 or 80% of their business is repeat customers. So, I mean, that really just goes to show you, once you've gone, you can't wait to go back. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the fact. And we were a little surprised when they said that at first. And then it's totally true. Like, we are counting down the time to we're able to go back. I cannot wait till we can go back. So... So, so all-inclusive, if, if you're familiar with all-inclusives and you know this, but if you're not familiar, essentially means that you pay one price for the room um, for double occupancy, you and your partner, and that price includes all of your meals and all of your alcohol. Mm-hmm. So there really aren't any extra out-of-pocket costs except for tips for the employees, and it's always a good idea to, to tip your bartenders, to tip the, the servers. They really do give you great service. Um, there's some evening staff who are there at two in the morning to feed you pizza. Yeah, that pizza, the pizza by there's the, glorious. The pizza, <laughs> like the little pizza hut, late night is so awesome. Yeah, you, you, you leave I the mean, disco and then go down and get some pizza, then go to the hot tub or do whatever. Yeah, the the staff really goes out of their way to to make you have a good time, and it's not only the the staff that's running the bar and the food, but it's also the entertainment staff. So they have a couple of employees there, a couple of guys and a couple of chicks, and the girls are not too bad looking, who are there to make sure the guests have fun. So they set up, um, during the day, they have volleyball games, naked volleyball, or clothing clothing volleyball, if you, yeah, don't, that was want, so fun. If you the, don't want sand up your junk. <laughs> the first day we got there, it was so funny, I the first day we got there... I was I was a little loose with the alcohol, so... Well, it was your first time with an all-inclusive, which means all you can drink. So we got there. Well, Our we, room wasn't ready yet. Well, well we so got there. Yeah, what yeah. did we do? We went to the bar. We Let's got talk about that. So so you get there, and it was our first time, so we're mm-hmm. a little nervous. When, like, yep. when do you want... Like, Check-in was at 3, like a normal hotel, yeah. and I think we got there at about 1. So to be fair to the hotel, our, it was not unusual that our room wasn't ready. And I think for a first-time couple, you're, you know, you're really... Not not too anxious, but you're you're wondering how how naked are people? Are they just walking yeah. around? Everybody's walking around naked. And, I wasn't and, sure what to expect. Yeah, you don't know what to expect when you get there. And and we got there, and if just we're in our traveling clothes. Every, everybody who gets there is just coming from the airport, mm-hmm. and you're just wearing your airport clothes. And so for the first couple of hours, we we get there, we check in, we come out, yep. and we're sitting around the lobby and, and, and waiting for our room to be ready. We 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 flew from Detroit. So, and this was January when we went. So we flew in jeans and 
I don't think either one of us wore coats because we knew we wouldn't have anything to do with mm-hmm. them. But we flew in jeans and I think zippy hoodies. We pull up into Mexico in jeans and zippy hoodies and it's in the um, high 70s to, to low 80s. It's hot. Yeah, and it's, we get to the resort, and everybody's at least in shorts we, and bikini tops. It's so funny. We stood out like a sore thumb for a few hours we because did. there we are just in jeans and T-shirts, and everybody else is naked or the most minimum amount of clothing. I it was We stood out. It was so funny. But you meet a lot of nice – everybody, just like anybody in the lifestyle, everybody's so nice. We had yeah. – within five minutes, we had a, some people come up to talk to us, and, oh, you guys, we can tell you're new, <laughs> and <laughs> – Poor guy's still stuck in your in your traveling clothes. Why don't you come grab some food with us? But that is funny. I mean, it was it's something to get used to because we, within ten minutes of being there, we're talking to a, an individual who's standing there, buck ass naked. Who? Yeah, is... he was bucket. Well, he had sunglasses on. <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> that's that's the cock uh, the and balls wear. flapping in the wind. Yeah. Yep. He was known for his cock and balls flapping in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Next time we go, I will for sure change at the in the airport yeah uh, bathroom or wear my what i think i'll do is i'll wear my bikini as my underduds mm-hmm, so then you just take it off then i just take my clothes off when, that, when we get there that's a recommendation we have listeners don't show up and be the awkward couple who's there for a couple hours waiting for your, re- your room to be ready yep in non-beach attire and that was not unusual because shortly after you know the that same day and even the next couple of days the same thing would happen we'd see other people arriving and they'd be in the same situation they'd get there a little early rooms weren't quite ready and they were still clearly in their Mm -hmm. traveling clothes i think we saw maybe one or two couples hit the bathroom right over off the lobby and change so you knew they'd been there before yeah that's how you know but so so going back to the getting to the naked volleyball so we're having some drinks waiting for our room to be ready and i'm the margaritas are flowing and margaritas then, were delicious. That was Ooh. my drink of the. That was my drink of the trip. Was yeah. was margaritas. I was feeling mudslides. You were the mudslides. I was. I mean, also though, fresca vodka. Fresca. That fresca is, and vodka is so. That refreshing. is when we learned how good fresca and vodka. It's like was. you're not even drinking. It's so. It is so refreshing. It's, it is. And um, so I'm making this a longer story than it needs to be. But so we just get we just are waiting around for her room to be ready, and I just sit there and get pretty drunk. And then you did you get drunk fast? And then we end up when our room gets ready, we take off our clothes. We're walking around the resort, and then a naked volleyball game was going on, and I should not have been playing naked volleyball at that time. Yeah, I, I was think, a little. I, I was think too you far were gone. One of the only ones who was naked. To be fair, there was one other guy naked. Everyone else was wearing bottoms, I think. So that made it funnier because I don't think you realized that well, not everybody was naked. And I just remember falling all over. And there's probably nothing funnier than a drunk guy falling over. Oh yeah, you with his with my balls just <laughs> flying around. Yep, you were. They were whipping all around. And then later on, we went to get in the hot tub, and you slipped on your way in, and your your cock and balls went in some guy's ear. <laughs> not literally. No, you, I think you brushed it. <laughs> so let's talk about the hot tub, though. I, I have never seen a hot tub like that. It's a, it's about essentially. You, imagine a kiddie pool turned into a hot tub. No, it's bigger so than big. that. It's it's how you could probably you can fit about fifty people. I think they fifty said, to seventy. 60, and yeah. if you were really to pack it in, you could probably get a hundred in there. Yeah, I, that'd be packed. But I I think the capacity that they've got on the wall is sixty five. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And there's a there's a swim up bar right there. Mm-hmm. So you can you can be in your hot tub, not have to get out to go get drinks, which is fantastic. Because it gets, you know, at the time that we were there in January, it was a little cloudy. So the clouds will roll in 
you know, maybe four o'clock, five o'clock or so, the sun starts to, it's not setting, but it's not as high in the horizon. So it's not as, as uh, sharp as it's been. And it's a little chilly when you get out of the hot tub, not chilly, like getting goosebumps. So it's just not, not pleasant. I mean, cause the hot tub's so hot, you know, mm-hmm. um, that it's, it's nice to not have to get out to go get your, get yourself another drink. What I found funny is the way that you get on a schedule at a resort, you Speaking of the hot tub, yeah. because you wake up, you lounge, you do whatever until two or three, and then you eat lunch. And so we should then... talk a little bit more about the daytime activities too. I think true, true. Since but you're I... talking about the schedule, yeah. But it's just funny because every like three three fifteen, three thirty every day, everybody that's the hot tub time. Yep, the beach clears out. I mean, you you look and there's nobody laying on the beach or at the pool anymore. You either head to the hot tub or you go back to your room to relax a little and freshen up for dinner. Yeah, yeah, but and and that's not unusual. At least uh, from my experiences, I've been to one other all inclusive, and we were there for uh, I think ten or twelve days, and it was essentially the same thing with clothes, where everybody's kind of on a schedule. Where you'd get up, you'd relax, you'd read, you'd spend you go some to the time hot tub naked. <laughs> that's why I said with clothes. <laughs> no, I mean I I was younger, and so the the pool area was the area for the older people, and the beach area was where the the young teens and early 20s, some things went. And so I, I never went to the pool because that's where you'd go for your water aerobics. So before we start talking about the daytime activities, I, I think it's good to address. We had um, a listener question ask us about it, how comfortable you'd feel being a quote-unquote newbie if it'd be overwhelming. So let's talk about just the general atmosphere, the overall atmosphere of being yeah. there, the people, especially since we were – it was our first time. Yeah. And... So the the resort itself is a very sexy resort. If we just ignore the people first and just talk about the, the look and layout of the resort, which I think they've started to update it a little bit more even in the last year since we've since we've been there. But um, when we were there, they've got some statuesque fountains out in the kind of like main area in front of the lobby that are, you know, pretty sexy statues of men and women. Um, there are outdoor beds like canopy beds spread throughout the main part of the lobby they change the sheets regularly um during the day you won't usually find people fucking you'll just find people laying out at night you might see a little bit more um <laughs> yep. you know and it's it's all kind of wispy and dreamlike and red and white and yeah, very a, very sexy they have a very sexy red white theme that's going on and the they have all sorts of tasteful erotic art and yeah like, very like, tasteful but like you mentioned pretty the, cool uh, paintings the, the statues are they're not statues but like the there's some rock art in the main mm-hmm. lobby and it's all very tastefully erotic and it's just it sets the mood you walk in you yeah. walk you you check in and then you walk through those double doors and you're in the lobby and and or you're in the like the outdoor yep. lobby and you 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 know you've been transported somewhere yeah. pretty fucking hot. Yeah, and you almost don't it's it I like how you put it as tastefully erotic because you almost don't realize until you take maybe the second glance. You maybe even do a double take and you go, Oh, that's that's a that's a statue of a guy and a girl fucking or something. Yeah, you know, you don't realize it, just, it at first because it's it done just so looks well. very it it just looks very yeah. Like a cool piece of art, especially like you're sitting at dinner and there's these cool pieces of art up on the wall. Yeah. Then when you look it's a it's a sexy back. It has some erotic lips. It's yeah, very it's, it's some heel, leg and heels or things like that. Yeah, it's, it's very hot, and the 
there's a lot of, you know, plant life and vegetation that's real bright. You know, you can imagine tropical mm-hmm. for Mexico, and that kind of goes along with just the theme of being in this exotic, sexy, hot location. So so that whole atmosphere is set. And the rooms are like that, too. They're just real sexy rooms with with uh, well-placed mirrors, and the, the beds are nice. Mm-hmm. So so that, that starts off with the sexy atmosphere. And then the people, when we were there, we didn't swap with anybody. Actually, I mean, we didn't we didn't end up playing with any other couples when we were there. We met a lot of them. We danced with a lot of couples. Yeah, we ended. We, we actually didn't end up playing with anybody, and we we didn't feel no, pressure not, to at all. No, not not directly. We played in the playroom with each other, and we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. The playroom that's off the disco, which is it's funny. It's it's I like almost it, miss it. It's like a hidden. It's 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 hidden. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But I I wanted to talk about the nervousness that you know, was there with being at a resort going just mentally knowing that you're going to a resort where the expectation is that you're going to be without clothes and yeah, how, like how nervous were you when we were getting ready to go about how you're going to feel actually, you know, walking around during the daytime. Yeah. Well, we booked the trip. I want to say sometime in June, June or July, and we were going in the following January. So we gave ourselves a solid, six months or so to get ready. And before we booked the trip, I would say I was in only semi-decent shape. Not fat by any means, but definitely not the thinnest that I could be. I I, I had a lot of insecurities with my own body image. But knowing that we were going to this clothing optional resort, that gave me the little push to put some extra effort into my, my workout strategy. And it gave me a goal. And for me, that was fantastic. Um, being in the lifestyle had already improved my self-confidence intensely. And I've the the amount of clothing that I've worn has decreased less and less. It seems like every time we go to something swinging, because I gain more and more confidence, even if my body doesn't change, even if it, my body doesn't improve, my self-confidence does because I see how others react and how you react and how turned on you are. So Having some experience in the lifestyle for me helped my self-confidence because I didn't have the best self-body image before the lifestyle. So if you're somebody who has body image issues, you know, that's definitely something to consider and to think about. And but you don't have to go clothing optional. Ha- that's the thing you is don't ha- you don't yes, have to go naked. Don't There's people naked. who don't go naked. And, and not everybody there is hot. That's the other thing. There's No, everybody's... Th- there's a mix of people. There's fat people. There's thin people. There's... You know everything, you but can nobody's imagine. judging. Nobody's no, judging. That's what's if you, and it's going to be tough for those of you who haven't gone or are thinking about going. It's going to be a little. It's going to be a little nerve wracking. Wondering how how is this going to go? Am I going to feel comfortable? And yeah, it's we you, were nervous. That's why I only booked five days at first. We we kept it as a short trip, just you, in case. And you totally do not have to go be naked, and you're not even judged for not be for no. if if you decide to wear clothes. You're not judged. Mm-hmm. Nobody's. Everybody's so friendly, so laid back that. Yeah, and there weren't any creepers there. Like I didn't catch anybody stealing unwanted glances. There was no staring. I didn't see anybody checking out my ass or anything. Because I think. Well, they. With... Pro- I think you were checking out your ass, but. <laughs> but it wasn't in a creepy way. Yeah, there was no the... creepy feelings at all. Like, and I think part of it's because when most people are naked or semi-naked, a lot of the women chose to wear bottom wear bottoms and just go topless. And a lot of men choose to keep their trunks on, you know. So, but just having the semi-nakedness kind of evens the playing field 
if I'm naked and you're naked, you're judging, you're not going to judge me because you don't want me judging you, you know? Yeah. And speaking of the men wearing bottoms, a lot of men do, but I think it's, it's pretty common to see all the, like most of the men mm-hmm. walking around without, without their shorts on. And for, yeah, I think you see me, that more than you see bottomless women. Yeah. I think you see cocks out more than you see. You see a lot of titty. Yeah. You see titty and cock. That's. But I also think with the women is what you'll see is when they're laying out. Yeah, when they're sunbathing. When they're sunbathing, their bottoms come off. But then they choose to put them on when they're walking around. But when I first got there, those flappy lips. (laughs) I'll be honest. When when we first got there, I was a little nervous until you got drunk. We'll be walking around (laughs) naked just because it feels so taboo that you just leave your hotel room and and you you leave the room naked. But by the time we, what do you do with your room key? You know, where do you, where do you, you don't have a crevice to put it in. Yeah, you That just was gotta, a real issue. Like, where yeah, did you just, put it? <laughs> I just carried it around everywhere. But by the time we left, by the, by the time, like, the last day, I was walking around, no big deal, just. Yeah. And, it's, and you actually bring clothes with you if you don't want to run back to your room. If you're going to go yeah, to you know the you, food area, if you might get hungry and mm-hmm. want a snack or something. And they do have waiters and waitresses who actually come to you if you want drinks, but you don't usually ask them for food. So yeah. if you get hungry, you're going to want to put, throw on some bottoms anyway. But it did not take long for me to be comfortable walking around. Everybody's no, so either. comfortable and open and free that it it did not take long to yeah. just be able to walk out of the out, out of the room. Now it is funny when you walk out of your room and there's the there's the maids just right there, and here you are, do do do, walking out the room naked. <laughs> it just feels so weird. They don't but even it's... look twice though. They don't no, even think about well, it. Well, they're used to it, but yeah, that it's just so it's just fun. It's it's a fun place to yeah. be. Yeah, and, and yet then... here we are saying you got to pack a lot of clothes, and we're going to a cold and optional <laughs> place. Well, because but you at, need it for the evening. Yeah, the evening is they have the disco, so. Going back to the schedule, like we were talking about, there seems to be a daily schedule that you, you clearly. It's not a posted it's, schedule. You clearly, but it's you don't kind have of to stick to does. it. It's kind of just the natural flow people fall, find themselves falling into. But mm-hmm. so going back, I to so you so the hot tub times about three fifteen or so to mm-hmm. five five thirty. Well, the day itself probably starts around seven or eight. If you yeah. want a bed on the beach, you kind of go reserve it. You crawl your ass over there. You you lay out on your bed and you read and you kind of sleep in the sun. And then maybe ten eleven o'clock you make your way over to where other people are and say your hellos, your naked hellos, maybe a little penis shake, <laughs> and uh, then you start your drinking. And then noon or one o'clock you grab some lunch and some more drinks. And they'll usually have some pool games at the poolside or or volleyball. The the staff keeps you busy with fun but not too cheesy activities. You know, just little things to do, 15, 20 minutes here and there, but nothing that's going to, number one, impact your day, or number two, be, like, ridiculous, you know? Mm-hmm. Just fun stuff. And so by three thirty, four o'clock, you've probably been out in the sun enough for the day. You've been out there since, I don't know, 8 or 9 o'clock. You've had a couple of drinks by now, and you're ready for some sexy time. Yeah, so you, so you go up to the hot tub, and the hot tub is just... It's it's the have it in place. It's, it's where everybody really goes. Yeah. Everybody's mingling. You might see some stuff going on. You, you most likely will see some stuff going on. There's beds all around the mm-hmm. there's beds all around the hot tub and so you clearly you can imagine what's going on. Pre-party stuff. Yeah, you can imagine what's going on in those beds. And I was our first time in the hot tub, I was afraid it would be clicky where cuz people make friends when they're there and then they plan to go back at the same time as their friends. And so I was kind of afraid that there'd be a lot of clicks there with groups and pockets of people who knew each other. 
And there were groups and pockets of people who knew each other, but they welcomed everybody in. They they weren't exclusionary. They were inclusionary. So even if you didn't know anybody who was there at the resort, by the time you left, you felt like you knew everyone. Yeah, because everybody wants to talk to you. They want to know your story. Where are you from? Everybody yeah. wants to talk. It's such a friendly environment. And you'll and meet so many people. It's not because that... they want to fuck you. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, that's that's a, a question we've had from listeners, too, is how do you know that people aren't being nice to you because they want to have sex with you? And I can say that I think the majority of the time when swingers are being nice to you, it's just because they're nice. Um, because, like I said, when we were there, we didn't get proposition to have sex with anybody. And we're a good-looking couple, so, you know... <laughs> It wasn't because nobody wanted us. It just didn't happen. But I, I wanted to go back and highlight the point that we've, we've, we've mentioned, but I haven't really highlighted, but is that it is a couple's only resort. So you have to be a couple. Going back mm-hmm. to what you were saying where, you know, you're not getting any creepy looks or any yeah. creepy talking to you. But where desire differs from other resorts such as hedonism, you might have heard of hedonism. It's along with desire, hedonism. I think hedonism 3 is the... The big one, it's, I think Hedonism 2 closed down, I'm not sure, but it's, it's the other resort that it's often compared to Desire, but that, Hedonism allows single males to go, and so that was part of the decision where we decided not to, yeah. that's, that's, that's why and we, I don't, we went I don't with think Desire. they're fully nude, I think they're topless. No, no, I think, no, no, that's, I think you're thinking of Temptation. Oh, yeah, you're right, that is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of Temptation. Because we consider Temptation as well. Yeah, Temptation is, um, we can't talk too much about it. Cause we or Hedonism, we haven't been either. Yeah, we haven't, uh, just, just what we read about, uh, reviews before we went, but, um, Temptations is owned by the same people who own Desire, I know that, and it is a topless only uh, mm-hmm. resort so the women can go topless and it's not a lifestyle resort like, like like desire and so a lot of people who aren't quite ready for desire will check out check out temptation and then there's the group who go to hedonism which is from what i from what i hear is a pretty crazy time but they yep. allow single males to go and so yeah we just thought that this, it's fun but it's just not, not the, the scene same. that we wanted to to be a part of that because we have talked to people who have mentioned that it hasn't really been a problem too much, but there, you you do have the single guys who are kind of creepy, kind of mm-hmm. talking to you and kind of getting crazy. And so the really awesome thing about Desire is that it is couples only. Everybody there is partnered up. So everybody is there together and has mm-hmm. that connection with yep. with their spouse or their partner. And, then, yep. and since most of it's repeat business, a lot of people you're talking to have been there before. So they're probably you know, in a pretty stable relationship and they really know what they want from the lifestyle or they've been around the lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that takes pressure off off of it for new people not being, you put too many new people together and they don't know what to expect, I feel like, but this is a mixture of people who've been there and people who haven't. So um, as a new person, last time we went, I, I didn't feel any pressure to do anything. And I think had we been earlier in the lifestyle, we might not have been as good at mingling because that's, I think, uh, uh, something we've really improved on over the last we, few years. We definitely being a lifestyle has it's it's made us better us minglers. to be better minglers, and you 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 want to. I mean, even in my personal everyday life, I've mentioned that that's how swinging's affected my everyday life. Is that just mingling and talking and flirting and well, not not so much flirting and usually, yeah. that's, but <laughs> hopefully you're not flirting with anybody at work or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that's just... It improves your self-confidence. Mm-hmm. But I, So getting back, back to what I was saying is that there really wasn't anything that I 
was nervous about after we'd been there as a newbie. I didn't feel pressured. I didn't feel like we needed to do anything. And it wasn't frowned upon if we were hanging out with a couple of couples one night and then said, you know what, we're going to go and just spend some time alone, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Because there were couples who did that too, where they said, you know, we're going to call tonight in our early night and go back to our room and just have fun, the two of us. Yeah. And that's perfectly yeah. acceptable because everybody is there for your own reasons. You have your own likes, your own dislikes, your own comfort level. And it was really, truly respected. Yeah, it was. it's a very respectful. Everybody just respects each other and has mm-hmm. a great, great time. Yeah. So let's talk about food because they had like the white restaurant. I, f- I forget the name of it, but the, the restaurant that had the white theme. They had some excellent food. They did have some great food. So there was... And there that was, was a really, really fun dinner because we... Was it kind of like an Italian-y kind of place? Yeah, yeah, and then they had a hibachi? That was, yeah, that was the other, that was another restaurant. We ate there. Yep. And um, then did they have one other restaurant? Yeah, they had the big buffet style. Yeah. And then there, so then there was the outside lunch area. Mm-hmm. And then there was the the big buffet style that had the breakfast. And then that's where there would be um, the different themes each night where it'd be a Mexican theme at night or... Um, Yep. They had a different theme. Yeah, the food would change up at night, so you weren't eating the same thing over and over again. And and the lunch would change a little bit. But the white restaurant is really a classy restaurant. You really try to dress up a little bit. You guys are that's really where you want to wear the slacks, but women just wear the classiest and but sexiest outfits that you have and yeah, go there. But classy. And eat. You don't really see trashy. You see classy. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where especially at the white packing restaurant. comes in. And it was hot though, because I remember there's a um one one day a week or maybe two days a week there's a body painter mm-hmm. who is there and that's not there, included no that's no that's extra no. yeah there are some extra charges i forget what all they were scuba the, diving was extra you could yeah. take scuba lessons you have to do it as a couple so make well, yeah, sure that both people are comfortable with that wi-fi is free though and that is awesome yeah that wi-fi nice. is awesome i know that desire pearl which is just down the road is three miles away from the desire that we stayed at desire pearl was being finished, it's a it's a resort that was uh, previously a different resort that was renovated, mm-hmm. and it was being renovated while we were there. And so we had a few people that we, or a few couples we talked to go, go down and check that out. So I've heard decent things about it, but the I, but the one thing that kind of annoys me, the little thing, but it's kind of big in today's world, is that I know Desire Pearl does not have free Wi Fi. But, well, the Wi-Fi, I would hope then, if it's not free, would have would be a little bit stronger because it was patchy when you weren't in your room. Mm-hmm. So if you were on the beach, it was patchy whether or not questionable if you'd get a good signal. I mean, it was kind of cool, though. You were, signal, able to check still... in and you were able to check in and see the dogs. I at, was. We had a their, webcam their dog on the dogs. daycare over, uh, you know, over 3,000 miles away It made me feel comfortable. So, gosh, I can only imagine what I'm going to be like <laughs> when I'm a mom. Oh. That's but, how I am with the dogs. But going back to the white restaurant, so they have body painter there, and there was a a woman who had gotten body painting, and she was in there, so she had no top on, but it was that really elegant mm-hmm. body painting that looked really cool and yeah. really sexy and really hot, and so she's just eating in the restaurant topless, but still it was... Still at the bottoms. Still at the bottoms, but it was really, but it was really elegant. That's That's kind of the theme of that restaurant, is just... Mm-hmm. Most people with... wear clothing. I mean, mm-hmm. that was kind of an unusual thing for her to be in there. But they had some really topless. But I, I I can't remember the specifics of what was on the menu. But they had some really really good yeah. food. Yeah, and it was nice to be able to have champagne with our meals, mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and or wine or you know whatever drinks you you wanted. They had and 
They offered desserts, which were pretty good, too. I mean, all in all, the food is good. Steaks and chicken and pork chops and, you know, just a variety of, of meats and, and vegetarian options as well. It was, it was good. And it wasn't all necessarily fatty, because I think that's a concern, too. I think one of the mistakes that we made when we went there is we'd been on a pretty routine workout schedule up until then. Like I mentioned, we were trying to get into well, hot, wanna, hot shape. You want to get yourself in Yeah, you know you're going naked. You want to be desired, <laughs> you're be right? Out all day, every day naked, so you want to get into pretty good shape. Yep. So. And, and then we went, and we didn't work out at all while we were there. And I wish we had, because getting back into the swing of things when we came back was not Yeah, you, after after a week of not working out, you get back and you are... It was rough. I felt so sluggish. Like, next time I'll, I'll wake up and go do at least a little jog or something. Yeah. And, I mean, the workout room isn't anything mm-hmm. special, but it's got enough. Yeah, but if, if you're so. a health nut, um, you know, they have fruit and vegetables and they have healthy options. You don't have to go and, and eat real heavy food all day and, and feel fat and sluggish and... You know, you you can eat what you need to and what you want to, which is nice. So, oh, and extra charges too. While I'm thinking of it. They have a spa. Yeah. And so you can get massages. They have a couple's erotic massage or That's, just regular couple's massage. They've got a few different options. We actually opted out because it's pretty expensive. Although next I think time it we might go, be worth it. Next time we go, I would definitely like, like to do it. I've heard mm-hmm. very good things Me about too. the the erotic massage. But then I I also remember hearing, which I would want to look into, that there is a outside woman who does claudia i think is her name people had mentioned i've oh, i don't i don't remember but she like serve, tries to service all of the desire resort i don't know i don't want to talk too much about something that i don't know the, the specifics yeah. about but well it's, it's something else to look into yeah but let's talk playroom so well, let's just talk evening in general no i want to specifically talk about the playroom because You're skipping ahead we haven't even sk- talked about the evening festivities no but i just want to well, okay, we could, we can talk about uh, the because we're talk just about talking about dinner. Let's let's make a natural progression. All right, let's so talk about... so after dinner, you usually go back to your room and people change. This is when you put on your evening wear. So every night has a theme. They vary. You can see what the themes are ahead of time, so you know what to plan and what to pack. Mm-hmm. And you can choose not to follow the theme too. Not everybody does a theme, but there's sexy themes like devil and angel, or I think one night was a sports sports night, so they're cheerleaders or little football girls or. They had a lingerie night, you know, things like that. They're sexy. Oh, the lingerie. We need to talk about the lingerie night. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, maybe eight, nine o'clock or so, you you change and you head out to the main outdoor area, which is like a tiki bar um, next to a stage. And that's where they hold different festivities. So one night they had like break dancers out there. They had live music out there one night. The night that Cal's talking about, they had a sexy lingerie show. So the women who worked there went around and asked some some of the desired guests to participate in the catwalk and and do a little um, Project Runway esque walk and and uh, be in the in the stage show. So I participated in that. I was and a little that, nervous about it. That but... was so fucking hot. Like where else? There's not too many places, and there's not too many men out there who can probably say that they've seen their woman. Walk down a runway in lingerie, strutting her stuff. So fucking hot. <laughs> and do a little sexy dance at the end of the runway and strut back. Yep. So fucking hot. Yeah. So so the, those festivities go on. You get primed. You get a little liquored up at the outdoor bar. And then, I don't know, maybe 10, 11 o'clock or so, everybody goes up to the disco. Mm-hmm. And the disco has, um, I think they've renovated it since we were there. So you can check out the pictures online. But they've got a dance floor. Um all around the dance floor are beds and chairs to sit on, but mostly beds. 
and dance poles for dancing, and then there's a bar in the back. So they've got the lights like you would expect a disco to be, and they play all kinds of good dance music, um, good variety of dance music. You're not hearing the same stuff every night. So I think the DJ and the people who work there would go crazy. I really like the layout of the of the disco with with the beds that line the that line the the floor yep. and all the the sexy seating. It's really a yep. uh, really hot atmosphere, and that's yeah. one of the places that has the sexiest. It is. Uh, like posters and stuff on the wall. The art that's on the wall is so hot. I just remember there's a pair of legs with the panties coming down. Mm-hmm. God, that's so it was so hot. Yep. And then And it was all smoke free too. I think they had a little outdoor section where you could smoke, yeah. but it was all smoke free. Which which as non smokers we like. So yeah. But yeah, they had a little area for if you did want to smoke, they had like mm-hmm. a balcony area. Yep. But what I wanted to get to is because I've heard of people I I read online about people who went to Desire and didn't talk to the right people or whatever, or they went and never even knew that there was a playroom there because yeah. you can't tell. You go up there and the just the way the organization of the disco is, you cannot tell if there's like this little offshoot room yeah. that it's it's in the back. It's almost behind and to the left of the bar. Yeah, yeah. So you, don't you know have to go around towards the back of the bar. It just looks and like off a to wall. The side, and then all of a sudden, there's this doorway that you don't even realize is there. There's no door on it. It's just an open doorway yeah. that leads to a very, very, very short little hallway, and you're essentially in a big room that's uh, just red lighting, real low, dim red lighting. There's some porn on a TV. Well, yeah, there's a few TVs that have porn running, and they have these cool, like, big circular beds mm-hmm. that very modern, like, furniture yeah. in there, beds that are really hot, and there's a sex swing in there, and I... There's just there's such a hot room. Yeah, you mentioned we didn't end up actually playing with anybody while we were there, but we gave a tutorial on how to use a sex swing. Yeah, we we showed <laughs> people how to use a sex swing, and that was pretty hot. And it's it's funny being you know being our age, and here we are showing couples in their mid forties. Here's how you use a sex swing. Yep. Here's the logistics Here's some of great it. Positions you These can are the do. positions. This is how you fuck. This is how I eat you out while it's in there, <laughs> and it's hot. It was hot. Just everybody, even. I think that was even the after parties that you know we talk about at hotel parties we talked mm-hmm. about last time. This was even better because it's a better atmosphere. It's a it's sexier better. atmosphere. And what's nice is you can just be dancing. You get really hot on the dance floor. You can go <laughs> relieve some steam and then go back out to the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, you get, it's you get hot there. and bothered. You go back to the playroom. I remember at one point we were in the dance in in the dance and thinking to myself. Man, it's it's early in the night. This place is closed, cleared out a little bit, and it's only midnight. Where did everybody go? And then not too long later, it came back and it was busy again. They were all fucking. But yeah, I think that was yeah. before we knew where they went. <laughs> and then I remember we you were giving one of the nights you were giving me a blowjob in the mm-hmm. in there, and like guess like like we mentioned, we didn't actually play with anybody, but I know they're right next to us. A guy was fucking his girl, and you were. Oh. He could yeah. see me blowing you, and he was into it, and then that made me more into it. It was hot. Yeah, he was. You guys were kind of looking at each other while he was fucking his yeah. girl, and yeah, and then he started fucking her harder. So she started moaning more, and I started blowing you more. It was just, it was, it's like a round robin. I mean, that's <laughs> that's one of the things that's great about the lifestyle is, is even even if you didn't swap, you feed off of each other's energy so much, you play off of that. It's so hot. So let's talk about the the things to do outside of the resort. Yeah, we took a day trip to um, Chichen Itza, which is mm-hmm. the. I feel like we definitely had to do it because it's yep. one of the it's one of the wonders of the world. The Mayan, the 
giant Mayan pyramid that, yep. that you see. You've probably and, seen it in, in high school or middle school textbooks. It's the yeah. big square looking pyramid, really, really steep, uh, really steep stairs leading up to like a square temple at the top. And then they also have the old um, style sport court with the very narrow um, rings on the side of the walls yeah. it's, where you try to, to get the like a rubber ball through. So we we went to Chichen Itza. There's a lot of ruins and a lot of Mayan culture that you can venture out to see. Mm-hmm. And so we, we definitely recommend doing that. But make sure you have the days, the the days to do it because that is one our one regret which we won't repeat when we go back is that you get to the resort and you don't want to leave like you get there and you do not want to leave that place it's such yeah. a hot fun you sexy need to place. give yourself several days in a row because your first day you're kind of integrating in you're traveling that day depends on what time you get in we wanted our first day to really be a day at the resort so we chose to get there at like one o'clock but mm-hmm. like i said we our room wasn't ready yet so part of that day we we spent just in our street clothes we didn't really get integrated in and really get the resort life until the next day and then the day after that we're traveling again to we're traveling to go to chitsen itza and then the next yeah, we, day we had a whole day, and then the last the day, day we're we're leaving. So we spent a whole day sightseeing, and I don't it regret was really it. Broken up. I, like I tell people, I don't regret going and seeing no. Chichen Itza. It's such it's a sight to behold it, for sure. It's, it's phenomenal. It's amazing. It, the pictures don't do it justice until you're standing there in front of it, and you go, "Holy shit! How did they build this? You know, that many thousands but of years ago." We I either needed to not go which would have sucked because I wanted to see the ruins mm-hmm. or just take some extra days because you need to have, you, you need to have the days. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. And that's, you know, we, we, we paid for it through a travel group. So we were picked up in the morning, um, by the travel group. We joined the main bus with the rest of the other travelers and we were, because our resort, like I said, it's not on the beaten path. It's not on the main strip. They picked us up first. We had to wait while all the other groups were picked up on the bus so we were essentially the first stop and then we were going to be the last ones dropped off but the was... bus driver felt so bad for us and how late at night it was that he he pulled over and they they spent the extra money and got us a cab yeah it was an all-day thing it and... was literally like a 12-hour day it was very long very tiring in in hindsight i might just opt to rent a car and not be on the day trip schedule. Yeah, or even... But it takes a lot of the stress out of it because you don't have to drive and be familiar with the area well, and get lost. The very... It's... it's What I would have liked to have done, and it's pretty pricey, but is to get a private car or that where... The, it drives you. Yeah, it, it, it drives you. you by yourself. Or if you have a... Like, maybe you can get a couple of couples together and, and go take a day trip somewhere. But... Because yeah. if you're like us... You don't go to Mexico all very often, so you want to kind of fit some sightseeing in while you're there. Yep. And so you go, and there is a lot to do, especially in the Yucatan, Maya Riviera area. Yep. And there's there's Ishkare, which is um, like a natural coral reef area that you can go to and actually go snorkeling in. Cal hasn't been there before. I was there like a decade ago, um, and it's it's a natural coral coral reef, which is pretty cool. You can go snorkeling and. And uh, it's kind of like a little lazy river. I I did a little mini cliff diving. It's not very big. I call it cliff diving, but it's more like big rock diving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there's plenty of other things to do. So, you know, if you are the type of person that gets antsy being in one spot all the time, maybe do three or four days in a row at Desire 
go have a day trip, come back to Desire for a couple more days, and then leave. Something like that. But give but, yourself a solid at least three days to just integrate into the resort and just relax. Definitely. Definitely. So, anything else about the resort? I think we kind of covered most of it. Yeah, I think the only other thing to mention about extras to do is they do offer... The resort offers day trips also. Oh, yeah, they have pay where they, they go on, on catamarans and boat excursions. And so that's another option if you want to go out. And that's actually sponsored through the resort. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have that same travel situation that we did uh, because you're only with resort yeah. people. Yeah, you'll and I and, and I know you can take I've heard um, it's fun too. You can take like day cruises where and it's only with desire couples where so I I forget how many there are but seven or eight couples mm-hmm, will all like will all go out on the boat and you can just be naked out there and just enjoy the just enjoy the ocean and mm-hmm. and, and I think the prices are pretty reasonable too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. So So I think that about wraps up desire. All in all, it's a great trip. Definitely recommend it. Um we booked ours through Travelocity, I believe, but there's a number of um lifestyle friendly type travel agencies you could book through or you could book direct uh through desire's website i think we got a better deal going through one of the the travel agency type places but you know that's what the internet's good for shopping and comparing the other talk about the traveling reminds me too that desire does have a like timeshare type program where you can there and well they the what am I trying to say? They have a timeshare. They accept timeshare program. points if you're on timeshare points or through RCI. If we have and, and they have special um, perks if you do that. They have like day beds that are reserved oh, yeah, for they, those. They're for, a premium member for, you can for those individuals. A member. But we didn't think that was worth our time. And mm-hmm. when you get there, they ask you to do like if you'd be interested in taking a, after a morning of an hour or two to yeah. do their to do their timeshare talk. And they and you say and we said no, and there's no pressure. Yeah. So there are you, some people who swear by it though, because it guarantees you poolside poolside uh, betting, and so you don't have to get up early to reserve it. It guarantees you that they're a little bit nicer lounge chairs and i think it also guarantees you a room with a jacuzzi or certain types of rooms yeah maybe a little bit maybe an upgraded room relative to a standard room yeah so for some people it might be worth it it wasn't something that that we thought no, we were interested it. in and you don't have to worry about any pressure that if you say nope. no to this deal they they all it's guaranteed that they're going to ask you about it when you check in just say you're not interested and then you're yeah, they're not then, pushy at all then you're good to go yep so, so i think that wraps it up all in all it's a great trip and we really had a good time. So with that, why don't we move on to some sexy news? Uh, all the American troops pulling out help the situation. Oh, no. So if you think you're going to, you want the money shot of them with their arms in the air, you're going to get it. It's in both of their self-interest right now. Did you say the money shot? Yeah. The money shot, you know, yeah. And Belinda, I just can't understand how something so small can be so impressive. Well, Mark, you would know about that. So this week in Sexy News, we have a couple of funny stories. One, the first one is that there's going to be the first porn star in space. Ooh, they're sending a porn star to space? Yeah, porn star. That's awesome. Too bad they have to wear clothing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But porn star Coco Brown, who I'm not too familiar, but no. she is known for her films such as Big Booty Bomb 2. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about Big Booty Bomb 1. 
<laughs> what happened? But she is paying. She has booked her. Um, she's has booked one of the 145 seats that are available on a. Uh, is that like SpaceX? No, it's it's like SpaceX, but it's like it's one of those um sub sub orbital uh trips where they oh, okay. it's technically space but it's technically space but you're not actually leaving earth's orbit yeah who's so it? or you're not actually leaving the atmosphere and entering in the orbit so you don't have to like you still have to boost rockets to come down but you're not is it really anti-gravity like is there gravity yeah no it's zero g it it's, is zero, it's g? zero g and she's actually passed her zero g training so i mean it's kind of ah, it's serious those titties can can float <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny because she was there's a quote of her talking about uh, having sex in in space, and she maybe one day like like to shoot a porn in space. And how old is this chick? Because that uh, uh, reserving a seat on that flight is not going to be cheap. So she has to be at least some have made some significant I'm not money. Sure. Maybe I'm not it, sure. if not in her career investments or something, because I I imagine that's not cheap. Well, I mean, I remember up. when Lance Bass from InSync. This is, I don't know, at least five, probably more than five years ago, he wanted to, to book a flight to go into space before it was really being commercialized, and I think it was like five million bucks. Not, I mean, price of things goes down dramatically with time, so I'm sure it's not that much now, but it's still not cheap. So, But what I found funny is that when I was reading about this article, there's already there has been a porn that was done in... in uh, there was a, a weightless scene done in a porn. Did they do it in the vomit yeah, comet? Yeah, they did it like like the vomit comet. Oh, that's in, awesome! In what the, porn is it? The Uranus experiment two. It's always two. <laughs> it's Uranus always, experiment two. Yeah, so they <laughs> so, so they did the thing like they like they did for um for what's the the uh, oh Apollo thirteen where you know the plane mm-hmm. goes up and it makes the gi- gigantic arc so that they're doing they're weightless for a little bit. So yeah. I would be interested in seeking out just that scene from. From, well, from we know it's in Uranus too. Uranus experiment too. Uranus experiment too. But keep on the That'd lookout. Be interesting. Keep on the lookout for Coco Do Brown. Do you think it's the... anal? I don't know. Coco Brown. She's got to be into anal. I mean, come on, Coco <laughs> Brown. But <laughs> she's got to be. But uh, and she's in what? Big booty something too. What did you say it was? It was a big big booty bomb too. Oh yeah. But she's she's probably in the DP anal. <laughs> but be on the lookout for for any news about the first porn star in space. Yeah. <laughs> So the other w- one is that um, Durex is going to be providing one-hour delivery service for condoms in Dubai. That's you- awesome, but one hour, your mojo's gone. When I want a condom, I need a fucking condom now. We- or you're on a date. So so here's what I'm imagining. You're on a date. The date's going well. Let's say you're out to dinner or you're you're at the dance floor or something. And you realize, shit, I didn't get a condom. This isn't the kind of place that sells them by the quarter in the bathroom, which would be ideal. You just go in the bathroom and drop <laughs> in your quarter. I don't even. Do they, is it still a quarter? Is it fifty cents? I don't even know. Yeah, I've never bought a but condom I'm in seeing, one of those machines. No, and and they usually glow in the dark, so they're cheesy. Yeah, the the, the the ones from the bathrooms, those are cheap. You don't want to buy those anyways. But I started to see those less and less. I mean, being mm-hmm. the guy, they're always yeah, me too. They're, they're usually in the they guys always have bathrooms. a tampon machine, but they don't usually. And then sometimes Advil or aspirin, but not usually condom. So anyway, your date's going well, and you realize, shit, I don't have a condom. I can't just stop at the grocery store and be presumptuous, because what if the girl's like, where are you going? You know, like, yeah. stopping at the gas station to pick up a, a pack of gum, maybe, you well, no, can wait. make up is a lie. Like, let's say, you know, if you don't know this girl, it's like your first yeah. or second or third date. Instead, you just ring up your your 
your condom taxi. Can you meet me at ho- at my house? And they drop it off. Yeah, but it, it's funny. So they have guaranteed that they, between the hours of 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., they will, huh. y- you call and a guaranteed condom within an hour. Let's rethink that, though. 4, a- 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. By 4 a.m., I'm already fucked out. It's essentially all day. I mean... No, 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's not 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. I mean, if they're telling you it's 4 a.m. to 4 p.m., that means early in the morning and mid-afternoon. It's guaranteed to be an hour. Anytime after 4 p.m., between 4 p.m. Well, no, and 4 no, a.m., it's no, not guaranteed. No, no, I got, no, I got Did that you say wrong. it backwards? It's, it's 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. Okay, because I was going to say, if it's 4 a.m. to 4 p.m., who gives a shit? You've already fucked. Yeah, Or yeah. you're fucking in the middle of the day, either or it's morning sex, I mean, and e- come on. Either way, it's 12 hours. So, yeah, anytime from 4 p.m. Th- up till 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's prime time, sex time. But, yeah, so that's interesting that they, anywhere within the city limits, they will get that's awesome. a condom to you within an hour. <laughs> I Now, the question is, can you specify a brand? I want a Trojan for her. Well, I assume <laughs> since it's Durex, it's Durex. Oh, it's Durex. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, now, do you know, like, what the charge is for the service? No, I don't know. I'm sure there's... There's a premium, but when you're getting your fuck on, you're getting your fuck on, right? So you gotta <laughs> wonder, be safe. And I, I wonder if they'll expand that to. I don't. Know, I just can't see anything like like that happening in the United States, at least right now. That I don't know. I mean, Dubai's a big city. I didn't know they were that progressive. Apparently, they are. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was a test city, and if they brought it to some place like certain city limits of New York or Boston or Chicago. I mean, those are big cities. I don't know how they compare relative to Dubai. I think Dubai is pretty big too. Um. You know, so I don't know. It'd be interesting. I wonder why they selected that city. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure the article didn't mention that, but it just, it is interesting that it's in Dubai that it's that progressive. So. Yeah, yeah. And if I know my Sex in the City, I think that's where they go in Sex in the City too. <laughs> and and um, I don't think public acts of affection were well liked by the women in the Sex in the City. But they need their condoms fast, though. <laughs> They do. <laughs> They're sex pots. So the last thing article that I wanted to talk about was that the changing landscape of families. I found this really interesting. In a Florida judge has granted um, three parents on a hmm. on a birth certificate: a lesbian couple and a gay man. Wow! So They'll, did the, the gay man supply the sperm? Yes, yes. The, That's the, fantastic that they're recognizing both women and not just a woman and a man. Then I think there was some controversy, at least that the women. I'm not sure if the women wanted him to be on the birth mm-hmm. certificate, but but he wanted to be. But but regardless of, and the, I assume they knew whose egg was yeah, the donor. Yeah. It wasn't like a surprise where we mixed our eggs and I provided the, the uterus, but we don't know if it was yours yeah. or mine. But that is. Just a very, it is fundamentally a change in families that that child legally has three parents, three, three parents on their birth certificate. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're asking for some complex uh, parenting situations and some really some complex custody situations. So I assume in that case, the gay man wants parental rights or I, or he would have waived to be on the birth certificate. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was, um, that he was pushing. He was the one pushing mm-hmm. to be on the birth certificate. Now, and... I'm I'm an adopted child, and, you know, I originally had a birth certificate with my biological parents, but that birth certificate is not my real birth certificate. My mm-hmm. I, my real one now is with my adoptive parents. So, you know, I don't have four parents listed on my birth certificate. So it's interesting how they've, you know, opted to, to list that. Yeah. So. yeah. so I just thought that was just... I think that's great for for gay and lesbian rights too. Yeah, it's a it's a good move that there's 
that something that progressive is 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 happening. Now, what I, state was that in? Florida. Okay. Now, does Florida have? I don't know if you know this. Does Florida allow gay marriage? I'm. I should know it, but I. I'm not sure. Yeah. So I'd, I'd just be curious to see where they are on that front too, if they're that progressive or not. I think Florida's typically. Well, they're a swing state, so they're they could go either way. I guess Jeb Bush being, um, being down there, that would be no, that's, Republican, isn't it? No, Jeb Bush is Texas. I believe. Is he? Oh, I don't know. That's where the Bushes are from. He's the governor of Texas. I. I, I think he was in Florida. I'm not I think sure. that was why there was all the business with the hanging chat and. No, I don't think so. We're not the political. No, we're not. We're not the political family, as okay, you can tell. Okay, don't listen to me. <laughs> it it could be. I I don't think it's Florida though that Jeb Bush well, is was, was governor from. That. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look it up. But with that, I think we will go ahead and move on to our new segment. Yep. So we're not going to do a hot scene today. We were a little busy this week. We didn't have time to get to actually watch anything and i was traveling so nothing and the only thing that got me going was my sexy dream (laughs) yeah well (laughs) that was a hot scene well it got me going too (laughs) it did so instead we're we're going to introduce a new segment which we'll do occasionally from time to time not every episode this one is who would you gangbang or celebrity gangbang well we have a deal where we each get to pick five different celebrities that we could sleep with and the other one can't get mad. Uh, the heart of every healthy relationship. <laughs> Honesty, respect, and sex with celebrities. So the rules of this are, not really rules, but for this round, we are going to select three members of the celebrity era, whatever. Three celebrities, any three celebrities for gangbang. Maybe the next time we do this, we'll mix it up and say it has to be a certain division of males and females or certain ethnicities or I don't know. We'll mix it up. But for now, we're just going to keep it open and say which three celebrities would you gangbang? The rules are pretty simple. Who would you fuck? Yes. And how would you want them to fuck you? Or how would you want to fuck them? Mm -hmm. You can see I have the girl perspective. (laughs) Interesting. So, Cal, why don't you go first? Well... Are we going to list them all at the same time? Yeah, or... give, give all three. All right. So my three are, we are Top Chef fans. So mm-hmm. Padma, Padma like, Lakshmi, Lakshmi, I, I believe is how you pronounce her name, from Top Chef. She is so fucking hot. She's she's pretty hot. She's, I'll I give be- you that. I believe her ethnicity is... She's Indian. She's That's what I thought, but I wasn't quite sure. So yeah, she's, she's Indian. She's a former model, but... Now she's a foodie, and she's smoking hot. Yep. Um, and they dress her pretty well in Top Chef. We just finished watching we, um, the TV show Friends, the Fox TV show, wrapped up. And I've been digging Anna Torv. She's the blonde main main lead on that show. She plays Olivia. And I've been digging her. That I, really surprises me, because she's so girl next door, kind of thin. Her hair's always in a ponytail, and you're not the kind of guy who likes that. They had her in this, like leather jacket all season like this like biker leather you like that i like i thought it would be too um i think only too much boyish i think only certain people could pull it off but i don't know she i i I think it worked for her and i think i mean the show Mm -hmm. clearly knew it because that's what they had her in the whole season well they had her in that because she was stuck in amber for 21 years and had no other clothing i mean true (laughs) <laughs> and then my last one would be Jennifer Lawrence from she's she's getting bigger she was she's right now the hot thing from uh Silver Linings Playbook the mm-hmm. Oscar not, not nominated she's film. pretty hot in that but she she's, was also in 
X Men First Class. X Men First Class. She's the main. She's the main chick in Hunger Games. Yeah. Although we haven't seen Hunger Games, it doesn't you know, it doesn't interest me. But so that is my list. So how would you want this to go down? Um, I think just a. Are you taking turns in the puss? I'm are taking you, turns is fucking. Is one blowing you? What's going on here? Do you want Do you want some girl and girl? Like, do you want to see Anna Torv on on? It'd be um, pretty fucking hot. Padma, do you, what do you want to see? Is one of them wearing a <laughs> strap on? How's this going down? Well, no, no strap ons. Those can stay out of the. Those can stay <laughs> out of there. But I think it'd be pretty hot to do everything. But one scenario that would be hot, I think I could be fucking Padma while she's going down on Jennifer Lawrence. So you're fucking Padma doggy style, and Pad- <laughs> Padma's eating out Jennifer Lawrence. Who? Me- meanwhile, um, Anna Torv is giving you a rim job. Indeed. <laughs> and then and, and then Jennifer Lawrence can go between Rim Job and going and getting getting her puss eaten by Anator or getting her puss eaten by Anatorv. See, I was picturing <laughs> Padma's the center of attention and Anatorv and Well, I'm the center of attention. Well, yeah, but if there was a second where you wanted a little break to and just to hold your cock in hand for a little bit, then I could see Padma as being the center and then Anatorv going up on the the upper region and taking care of the titties <laughs> and then Jennifer Lawrence taking care of the lower region in this little threesome scenario. I could see a little bit of that too. <laughs> that would so be that's hot. pretty that's pretty hot. So let's who's on your celebrity gangbang list? So I've kind of been in the beefcake mood. I've I've lately I've been rocking the the big big man hot abs kind of feel that's kind of what was going on in my dream so that's what i'm feeling right now i go through phases sometimes i want the more pretty boy style although if you're too thin you got to have some muscle on you (laughs) so i was thinking about this and i think number one is going to be chris hemsworth aka thor from the avengers you want him to give you the hammer (laughs) yeah he can lay his hammer anywhere he wants mjolnir (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I'll call it that, though. <laughs> Fuck me with your hammer. <laughs> um, so he'd be number one. And then I'm thinking Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I saw him recently in a Fast 6 preview and was like, hmm, he is looking fun. <laughs> so, and he's also another beefcake. And he puts a little Latino edge in there. So that, that mixes it up a little bit. And... While we're on the fast fi- fast five or fast six track, why not throw a little Vin Diesel in there? Really? His, his voice is so sexy. It's so deep. I like a deep voice. He's had a revival with the new Fast and Furious movies, but he's I feel like he is so he's still late built. 90s. <laughs> well, come on. Look at what The Rock's done. He's been in kids' movies more recently than anything, like the Tooth Fairy and and The Pacifier and That's true. whatever. And That's the, true. The, but he was, the Journey. But he rocked the, it in Fast Five, I think. So. He did. He's a badass. So, so, so those are my my three muscle bound let's guys. Let's hear your scenario. Let, let's hear the sex scenario. Well, How does it go down? I, normally, I like to watch gay porn when there's a lot of men involved. These three are too manly for that. I don't want any any peen crossing in this case. <laughs> it's it's all peen in my face. So, um, I think what I'm picturing right now would be it would start off with maybe Thor laying the hammer. Um, and then I'm not a big DP person, but I wouldn't mind trying that out with probably Vin Diesel. Cause I imagine he's smaller than the rock cause the rock has the rock, you know, I mean, <laughs> he's got to be gigantic with his Python <laughs> and, and then I'll, you know, blow the rock and then they'll, they'll swamp and 
rotate in and out. So I just imagine all of them kind of taking turns amongst the puss and pleasuring me and then eventually probably come on my titties. Sounds pretty hot. Yep. I just need lots of muscle to grab onto. Like, they can just hold me in the air. Like, one can hold me, hoist me in the air while the other one fucks me, you know? Like, <laughs> no, that they're, is... they're, they're so strong. They can just, like, toss me from man to man and just, like, hold me up and just move me up and down on just their cock while they're standing. Yeah, yeah. A sight to behold. <laughs> yep. So, that's what I'm thinking for for this time around. That's what I'm, I'm feeling, the big man. <laughs> not necessarily big cock. Average cock. Too big of a cock's not... not good but average cock big muscly that's what i want well all right i think that wraps it up sounds like it it's been a good episode eight so please uh send us your emails send us your sexy threesomes i'd be curious to know what our listeners are feeling what's your celebrity gangbang for now what are you feeling so send us some emails uh we'd love to hear from you also uh rate us on itunes Give us a rating. Give us some feedback, whether it's good or bad. We'd love to hear from you on that. And shoot um, us some emails. We, we, we've been getting emails, and we love to hear from our listeners through the emails. Yep, we, it's, it's really fun to hear how people have been getting into the show, what scenarios, how you've how you progressed or where you're at in your swinger life. Mm-hmm. And your, and, Questions, comments, any of that. It's mm-hmm. swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. And then, of course, you can find us on iTunes. We're on Twitter. Our handle is just swinging around. No G at the end of swinging. And we will start tweeting more. I, I promise it's going to happen at some point. <laughs> we just got to find the time. We got to do it. I know that people have been asking to, for us to do to tweet more, and I th- we and we know we should. Can we, we just say twat more? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get more twat out there. <laughs> My twat's out there. <laughs> There's a lot of twatage. So, so and. Uh, also, you can find us on Stitcher and our, our blog, which is swingingaround.blogspot.com. All right. I think that wraps it up. We'll see you guys next time. Stay sexy and stay swinging. <laughs>